gear up for an invigorating summer series here on the Garage Cast, where each week throughout the summer, we will unfold an eight episode journey that bridges the gap between innovation and leadership in the realm of future education. We dive into the art of visionary leadership to construct an enduring future, explore agility in embracing change, understand the essence of transparent communication and the importance of emotional intelligence, all to develop leadership to enable innovation. Crucially, we focus on the symbiotic relationship between pioneering innovation and astute leadership in the digital era and how to harness this to drive team collaboration, maintain ethical integrity, and cultivate an environment of continuous learning. So join us each week here on the Garage Cast and discover how leadership can fuel innovation, shaping the education of tomorrow here on our special summer series. Hello, everybody, and welcome. It is Friday, July the 21st, and we are delivering our third segment in an eight-part series this summer. It's a series on, as you heard in the intro, innovation and the changing need for leadership and the changing attributes that leaders need to develop during this time of change. In today's episode, here is titled The Leader as a Communicator, Nurturing Transparent Dialogue. And what we're going to do is we're going to dive into looking at the role that communication plays in leadership. Again, framed in this umbrella, under this umbrella of innovation that we need to see in schools. And we'll learn some effective strategies to improving your own communication skills in areas that you may want to explore as a leader. Understanding how clear, transparent dialogue fosters trust in your team and amongst your other peers, other leaders in your school, how it fosters engagement, and how it also develops a sense of community within your school. So without further ado, Let's get ready to just dive right into this exciting topic. Let's buckle up. Here we go. Well, it's great to have you join me here this Friday for episode 38 and July 21st. Oh my goodness. It feels like the month of July is just flying by. I'm still on vacation here in Quebec City, but so happy to be stepping into this important topic to to discuss and share with you as an important leadership ability or capability, an important skill that today's leaders really need. I am Michael Ianni Polarchio. For those of you who might be joining for the very first time here on the Garage Cast, 
I am a longtime strategist and futurist. My background is a technical one in the area of computer science, but I spent my career in management consulting, strategy consulting, business consulting, also as a lifelong entrepreneur, started a variety of ventures. And my career over the last seven and a half years has been in education. I stepped into education as a consultant, actually 10 years ago, and then seven and a half years ago joined Branksome Hall. And I am their head of innovation and strategic projects here at the school. And I have seen leadership skills in myself develop over a long career arc. And then through the strategy work that I've done across just about every industry area, I've seen how leadership skills have developed and needed to develop for stakeholders inside organizations, leaders inside organizations. And I want to talk today about how that's changing in this new era. You know, effective communication has always been an essential leadership tool. It's always been critically important. A leader's ability to communicate is more than just sharing information or exchanging information. It's really about understanding the emotion and intention behind information. In a way, communication acts as, as that bridge that connects the leader's vision, the vision of the organization, the strategy of the organization. How does that get connected to what their teams do? This has always, always been a critically important skill. But again, here on the Garage Cast, we are focused on innovation. And as we continue to move headlong into this era that is really, be, really being defined by a rapid, accelerating, exponential change, this is where the importance of communication in leadership becomes even more apparent in terms of its need. Innovative leaders, they can use communication. If you develop this as a skill, it can really serve you well as a means to, to bring about change and to inspire creativity in those that you work with. And again, that could be teams that you lead, departments that you lead. It could be you know, as a leader, you are part of a leadership group as well. And it allows you to bring about change and inspire and enable creativity and, I would say, encourage risk-taking, even amongst the other leaders that you work with. By outlining very clearly your new ideas and discussing how they can become a reality inside your school, as a leader, you can shape this, in, this environment that really welcomes innovation. But again, it's always been an important skill, but I would say that in today's day and age, this is really only possible if leaders are able to adapt their communication to match the ever-evolving dynamics that we're finding in the world.
Now, you may be sitting there listening saying, hey, I already know how to communicate. I communicate all the time. I, I, I lead team meetings. I, I make presentations. I, I draft emails. I write reports. I mean, we're communicating all the time. Again, the focus here is how is that changing? It's changing because those old sort of styles of leadership are by necessity needing to change because we are in this time of exponential change. And because of exponential change, innovation has never been more important. If this is your first time listening to the GarageCast, go back and listen to some of the other uh, episodes because the need to drive innovation has never been more important. We've talked a lot about this. The driving innovation to meet the changing educational needs is critical. We must prepare students for this rapidly transforming world. And that, by its very fact, characterizes what we need to do as leaders. The, the, the exponential change, these rapid advances in technology, the digital transformation that's happening out in the world, and of course is impacting our own schools, the environmental shifts that are happening, all of these things bring very unique challenges, but I would say opportunities. And that as leaders, now more than ever, we need to consider changes to the way we communicate. And I group the reasons for this uh, under sort of seven umbrella themes. So the first one is the complexity and speed of information that is being generated, that are being consumed, that we're being bombarded with all the time. The information landscape itself is becoming increasingly complex and fast-paced. And leaders, we have to be able to distill complex ideas into clear, understandable language. And we have to be able to communicate that really swiftly to ensure that those that we work with are well-informed and feel that they have the information they need to adapt quickly. Remember, in last week's episode, we talked about being able to operate within that fog of change, right? Being able to operate knowing that we don't have all the information that we might normally want, you know, to feel comfortable. Those days are gone. But being able to provide as much information and distill that information to for ourselves, but also for our teams is super important. So number one, the complexity and speed of information that is just out there, that requires us to change and develop new skills as leaders in the area of communication. The second one is the reality around remote, remote work um, and, and the increasing use of digital tools for communication. Now we've got a hybrid model at our school. Most people I would say are, are on campus. Educators for sure are on campus. Um, uh, but we do have a, a remote work or work from home policy that allows for a couple days a week 
depending on role, depending on you know, supervisor um, approval, we have people working at home. But we also have so many third-party people, third-party groups that we work with, and, and a lot of that has remained remote. And with this increase in remote work and this increase in the use of digital co- um, communication tools, they, they become, how can I say, they're, they're, they're critical elements. They just, they're not going away. And so that as leaders, we need to master the ability to really effectively communicate through digital platforms, while I would say maintaining that personal touch, those, you know, the human aspect of communication could so easily be lost when working with Zoom. We can become increasingly disconnected, especially if you've got members of our team who are sometimes working from home. So we have to develop new skills to foster a sense of connection that overcomes the physical distance that now exists. The third area is diversity in the workforce. Globalization and digital technology, yes, have resulted in more diverse teams. I would say as well, important work that's happening in diversity, uh, equity, and inclusion thankfully, are bringing us diverse groups of people to work with, diversity in our our communities. I've talked about before how innovation thrives when we have such diverse members of our teams. This diversity requires that leaders adapt our communication to consider cultural nuances, different communication styles, and again, linked to the previous um, element in and around remote where we talked about digital tools, well, we have to really understand and, 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 and know that there are varying levels of digital literacy amongst our teams, whether they're remote or whether they are on site with us. And as leaders, we have to adapt our style of communication. We have to learn new skills so that we can very comfortably and easily step into communication that reaches our diverse teams. The fourth sort of umbrella theme is this need for transparency and authenticity. This has always been true, but let me tell you why it's even truer, why it's, why it's absolutely pivotal that we have this ability as leaders. When we are in a, cha- a world of change, a world where exponential change is becoming the norm, trust becomes a stabilizing factor. Transparency and, and, uh, and, and, and being authentic in our communication foster trust. It, it allows us to create a safe space for our teams to innovate, to take risks, and to navigate through uncertainty together. This is why our ability to communicate transparently, so that is in how we communicate, in what we communicate, and I would say 
it also applies to how we as leaders set the framework for those of us that we work with. Again, whether they're peers or whether they're people in our department, we have to set the framework. What's our expectation as leaders for how we will communicate? At, the, at our school, we, we talk a lot about doing things as values-driven leaders. And that is super important when we're talking about communication as being fundamental to building trust. We have to let our groups know that we are creating safe spaces for open and trusting dialogue, that we won't have back-channel conversations. You know, the meeting ends, everybody nods their head in agreement, then we break off, and what happens? One or two people, they go and back-channel. You know, they go and start having their own private conversation, and maybe they go to some other leaders, and they start to have separate conversations to in a sense, drive a different outcome, uh, a different uh, opinion, a different perspective. That kind of behavior, if we allow that as leaders, undermines and erodes trust. And again, when we are in these times of exponential change, and these times are not going away, if anything, things will become even more rapid we're going to see change just becoming part of the fabric of our, of our day-to-day. And so how do you stabilize? Well, trust is a stabilizing factor. And that's why I believe that transparent and authentic communication is the fourth kind of umbrella theme of skills. The fifth, no surprise here, foster innovation. Right? We must foster innovation as leaders. Leaders need to inspire and drive innovation in order to keep our schools relevant. We've talked a lot about this. We want to be able to communicate clear aspiration. What's our vision of the future? We want to encourage open dialogue because that allows for that magic, you know, those sparks of innovation. We really want to nurture this environment where new ideas are welcomed, they're explored, we can give each other critical feedback. All of these things are key to fostering, fostering excuse me, an innovative culture. The sixth one is being able to engage with broad groups of stakeholders. Because one of the things I'm noticing is that in this time of increased transparency, and call it social responsibility as an organization, and this also applies to schools, we as leaders need to really effectively communicate with a wide range of stakeholders. It could be from our employees, it could be parents, it could be members of the board, it could be the people in our neighborhood, right? Our schools are located inside neighborhoods. And as leaders, we need to be able to articulate our organizational values, our goals, our strategies, and our actions in a way that resonate with these diverse groups. Because we can't move our innovation agenda, our innovation strategy forward in isolation. Increasingly, schools are, their role in the community itself are changing. 
And so we need to be able to interface with those stakeholders. Our relationship with parents, I believe, are changing. And so we have to be able to, as leaders, be able to develop that skill of communicating with stakeholders, you know, in a jargon-free in a jargon-free way, uh, in a way that simplifies pedagogical concepts, in a way that links decisions that we make to strategy and centers on on what we're doing for students. And the seventh and last sort of umbrella theme as to skills. Uh, why we need skills in communication to change as leaders is in the area of crisis management. Okay, with all of this rapid change, crises will emerge more frequently. Just stop and think of your own school. This is easy for us to all do because we've had the largest crisis, global crisis of our time with the pandemic. That type of disruption, that type of change, that type of event that brings uncertainty is not a one-off event. I myself am seeing, I don't really like to use the word crisis because crisis implies, you know, I'm on my back foot. What they are, they're, they call them disruption events or incidents. And I'm seeing more of these whether it's something like the pandemic at a global scale, whether they are cybersecurity risks, you know, that threaten our technical infrastructure and or information, whether it's social emotional needs of students, there's just a lot of disruption incidents that occur. And I hate to tell you this, it's not going away. And if it's not going away, we as leaders then need to be really adept at crisis communication. And what does that mean? Provide timely communications. Make them clear. Think about how in all your communications, you can make it really empathetic. If we can provide timely clear and empathetic updates during a crisis moment or a disruption moment. That allows us to maintain trust and manage whatever situation really, really effectively. I can't remember if I've said this on a previous garage cast. I think I have, but I'll say it again. There's this great expression I remember hearing, which was that trust walks into town and leaves on horseback. You can tell that the saying is an old one. I guess in today's modern age, we might say, trust walks into town uh, and leaves in a, you know, in a race car. And what that means is the building of trust takes time. It is a slow process. And if something occurs that causes that trust to erode, you can lose trust in an instant. It takes a lot longer to develop trust. It only takes an instant to lose trust. And when you lose trust, you then have to go through that, that long process of rebuilding it. And in some cases, the trust may never be able to be reestablished. 
And this is why it's so important that as leaders, we look for ways to continually build and maintain trust and communication as a skill set is a key way to doing that. So you might be now sitting there thinking, okay, I, I get it. <laughs> you know, what can I do to um, step into developing new skill in the area of communication? And I've been thinking about this all week. I, I knew I wanted to do this as my uh, third segment in our in our leadership and innovation series. And I keep coming back to the same thing. It really all begins with self-awareness, understanding your communication style, and recognizing its impact on others. This is how you start to refine and adapt this skill. I know many of you who are listening you know, you, you may be leaders or in leadership roles, or you may be aspiring to step into a leadership role. And so again, you've already got skill in the ability to communicate. If you want to be able to adapt it, you want to be able to refine it, you want to be able to build upon it because of those seven themes that we just stepped through, it really begins with some reflection. Okay. When you want to really get a sense of your current communication style and understanding its impact on others, whether, whether they're in your team or whether they're peers, I would say that this involves really active listening, responding to feedback that you might get, reflect on feedback, consistently evaluate and refine your approach. This is not a one and done, hey, I read an article and I got it. It's something to be practiced. It's something to get input from those around you. And that will build transparency. They'll see your vulnerability that you are developing this skill. I'd say as well, you know, if you're looking for a strategy to improve on your communication skills. As a leader, you need to create this open and safe space for dialogue. So reflect on that at the end of the day. You know, where have you done that today? Were there opportunities where you could have done that? Were there, were, were there any instances where that didn't happen? Encourage feedback and value differing opinions and make sure that everyone feels heard. Remember, as an agile leader, it doesn't mean you need to come to consensus, but everyone does need to be heard. Communication is a two-way mechanism. It's not just a one-way. If it's just a one-way, it's not the kind of communication that we need, that, that your teams need from us as leaders in this time of exponential change. It's not the kind of communication that will create that environment for innovation. The last thing I would say is you want to make sure that you maintain clarity and consistency in your messaging. Be direct, be honest, and be open. Okay, this will ensure that your message is understood. Remember, you're not always going to come to, to consensus um, when you're working with teams. 
and that's okay. You want people to really be hosted and heard, and then you don't want any ambiguity. You know, if you're making a decision, you know, sometimes we try and soften our messaging. We try and we we make we kind of cloak it. We kind of you know obscure it a little bit because we're trying to make it palatable for everybody, and that doesn't help. You want to make sure that when you communicate, your messages are understood while building trust and credibility. And I hope that you, you know, that you take some time now to reflect on these strategies as they relate to those seven themes. I hope that you take away that as a leader, you are a communicator. And that as a communicator, communication itself is pivotal in fostering innovation in this time of exponential change, that authentic communication is the glue that binds our strategic objectives with our team's efforts. Authentic communication is the vehicle that transports ideas from the realm of possibility into the sphere of reality. I hope that you've enjoyed episode 38 here on the Garage Cast, our summer series. Next week, I have a topic for our fourth segment in this eight part series that is very near and dear to my heart. Next week's episode is called Data Driven Decision Making Leveraging Insights in Leadership. I have data as a uh, a large part of my background, and so I am super excited to record next week's episodes. I've got a rough outline. I'm going to take a week or so to think about exactly what I want to talk about in terms of skills that leaders need to develop in order to be able to make decisions that are data-driven. Until then, I hope that you have a fabulous, fabulous Friday you have a fabulous upcoming weekend and that the week ahead for you is wonderful and that you are enjoying your summer in whatever way that looks like. I know we have audience members from around the world. So some of you are not in summer right now. And so that I hope that wherever you are, you are enjoying whatever season you happen to find yourself in. Until we connect again next week, Again, I am Michael Iani Polarchio, your enthusiastic and innovation-centric host <laughs> here on the Garage Cast, and I am wishing you well. Stay curious, everybody. Stay innovative. You're lifelong learners. You're joining here on the Garage Cast, and that is just so wonderful. And until we connect again, let me simply say, ciao.